It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the party. I'm Sam Ekstrom of Locked On Sports Minnesota. The extension we've all been waiting for has arrived. Hey, this is Arif with Wide Left. I brought my sound studio back. I hope you all like it. Luke Inman, at Luke underscore Spinman, day 700 of my hold in here at Locked On Sports Minnesota. Just patiently waiting for that Josh Metellus money. Come on, guys. <laughs> and I'm Luke Braun of Locked On Vikings. And remember, it's always about special teams. Braun, you changed out the book you have in your background. That's interesting. Let's talk about that on today's Minnesota Football Party. <laughs> Locked On Sports Minnesota Podcast. It's endless Minnesota Vikings talk with the diverse voices of your local experts. It's time for the Minnesota Football Party. Welcome in to the Minnesota Football Party on a lovely Thursday. Vikings Bucks three days away. Big show planned with Luke Inman, Luke Braun, Arif Hassan, myself, Sam Ekstrom, your favorite Vikings experts talking Minnesota Vikings football for the next hour. We're expecting a visit from Ron Johnson along the way. And today... We write in stone our official, specific, down-to-the-yard season predictions for the Minnesota Vikings, 10 bold predictions that we will put on the record and then replay in January to see how wrong we were. We've also got extension news. It's not Justin Jefferson. It's Josh Metellus signing. We analyze that out of the gate, and we address any injury updates or intrigue that we saw on the first injury report yesterday. But uh, let's get to the breaking news. After a word from Bird Dogs, today's show is brought to you by <laughs> Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on or enter the promo code locked on for a free water bottle with any purchase. You had the hat, the tumbler, now the water bottle. You won't want to take off your Bird Dogs. We promise you. Josh Metellus signs a two-year $13 million extension. Potentially, we don't have exact terms yet. But uh, the Vikings have locked up their safety, who has got to be one of the big winners of this offseason. He plays himself into a starting role with Brian Flores' defense, and now he is presumably with the Vikings through 2025. Uh, let's kick it to Luke Braun. This just dropped in the last hour or so. Josh Metellus extended. Your thoughts? I, my first thought is, man, good for him, because that mm -hmm. guy has truly ascended from, you know, sixth round pick buried behind Harrison Smith. And I, was Sandejo still here when he got drafted? Or no, it was Anthony Harris on the franchise tag. I think you're um, right. Kind of just depth guy. Well, we'll see if he can make the team to core special teamer to actual like unanimous beloved captain. And now they're they're buying into him a front office that did not draft him is buying into him which is always something of an accomplishment too um it's not starter money it's not you know this guy is going to be our our core safety or whatever it's rotational defensive player and core special teamer money and there is an absolutely valid career to be made uh, uh doing that and being a, a leader on the team i love it jimmy ward chauncey gardner johnson um marcus epps another former Viking. That's hey. the, the financial company he now keeps with a, an average of six and a half million per year. If indeed he sees that money, but Jimmy Ward is not a bad, that's not a bad people comp. to be with. Yeah. No, I mean, how yeah. unbelievable to 
is the Vikings safety history, like turning Anthony Harris into a legit guy. Andrew Sandejo coming from nowhere. J. Ron Curse, Marcus Epps, even the guys who Russell stick, stick around. It's really incredible, Luke, I think what, what they've after, done. After Jamarcus it, Sanford and Madhu Williams, they just kept knocking things out of the park, but they had to go through that first. Yeah. Corey Chavis, Brian Russell tanda back there. Corey Unbelievable. Chavis, there um, to Luke's Paul point, Krauss, though, too, guys, like, <laughs> I can't think of a player who ended the season as a backup role player, special team kind of guy that is at this much of a rise and just hype going all the way back to the start of minicamp and OTAs to now offense or defensive guy. You know, you start as a backup special teamer and now he's carved out just such a substantial, unique role in this brand new defense, no less. And, you know, what's going to be these three safety looks as this safety slash linebacker joker type of role. So, yeah, it's just it's kind of wild to think about because you just don't see this happen very often. But clearly, I mean, the coaching staff and KOC, they were super impressed with everything he did last year and year one of their regime. And then it just feels like the minute Brian Flores stepped foot into the building, he was circling Josh Mattels' name as the guy he was going to find a way to get out onto the field. So, yeah, it's just been really cool to watch his path going all the way back to the 2020 draft, six-round pick out of Michigan, battles his way onto the team, grinds it out as a special team guy, Works his way out of the field on defense here or there. Makes the most of it. Blocks that punt for T last season. But now he's earned it, right? He's earned his place on the defense. He's earned the right as a captain. And now he's earned this new contract. And it kind of helps keep intact this, what feels like on paper anyways, the biggest strength of the entire team. These four safeties on the roster, you know, when you look at it top to bottom. And then you just take a sneak peek into the future years. Okay, you got Cam Bynum locked up through 2024. And then Harry seen and now josh Mattel is locked up through 2025 keeping that core intact for you know at minimum a few years to come but yeah luke's right josh Mattel is so great to see easily though the biggest winner of this entire 53-man roster this offseason yeah arif still uh muddies the waters for lewis seen a bit too i think there's an opening if harrison smith moves on or retires after this year for seen to still get in this lineup, but it does complicate things a little bit too for your first round pick. Now that you've got Bynum and Metellus for sure returning next year, um, you know, it, your first round picks kind of, kind of blocked right now. And I think Metellus deserves the, the, you know, what he got, but it does add to the intrigue around what are you going to do with this first round pick? Yes and no. I think that unquestionably it, it complicates the question, but I think that more the more you kind of dig into it, the more there's just there still is opportunity for Lewis Seen, right? Because Josh Metellus and Lewis Seen don't play the same role. They're at they meet in the same position room, right? But they don't really play the same role, right? And so if Harrison Smith retires next year, right? If that happens, there's an opportunity for Lewis Seen to take that job starting next to Cameron Bynum and for Josh Metellus to play the exact same role next year that he'll play this year. And I don't think the contract prevents that from happening, but it's still a question about like resource allocation, right? It's still a question about kind of what, why it felt, you know, important to lock this guy up. I think that there is still some level of trade-off. I, to me, what really matters is kind of what this contract structure looks like, right? Because we know there's $6 million guaranteed. We know that he can earn up to $13 million guaranteed. We don't know what it looks like in between, right? We don't know what the base salary is. We don't know what the likely to be incentives are, which I would imagine there are not many unless it's like a special team snap count is in there. 
we don't know what the unlikely to be earned incentives are. Maybe that has to do with snap count as well. Uh, and so if we know what his expected salary is, we can better answer this question about what the future of that safety room looks like. I think actually the thing that complicates, um, you know, Lewis scenes position more than this contract was drafting Jay Ward, right? And making sure that that safety room was going to be crowded no matter what. Now we know it's going to continue to be crowded, whether or not Harrison Smith is there. Again, Jay Ward plays a different role, right, than Lewis seen. So it's not one-to-one, but it is difficult. I mean, the Vikings did it this year, but it is difficult to carry a lot of safeties. And so there are some implicit trade-offs. There's also just looking at like the timeline of the contracts. If it's a two-year extension, so he expires now after uh 2025 because he was going into a contract year like the first guy out of that room that will then need to be quote unquote replaced opening an opportunity is going to be harrison smith right that was josh metellus because he was in a contract year but now harrison smith whether he retires after this year or after next year um that's going to be the like the first like hole that opens up so i think that's where the opportunity starts to come and when some of that roster pressure comes out um, it, I think, yeah, it, it means more for Josh Metellus than it does for Lewis scene. Obviously, like sometimes things can just be about the guy they're about. <laughs> yeah. Huge for Metellus. Very exciting for him. And, uh, not a contract that a lot of sixth round picks see even at a, a modest six and a half million per year on average before Ron Johnson joins us. It's time for our week one bets. Let's go time to wager. At FanDuel, we have mythical money once again, um, where I think we start with a $1,000 bank like we have in years past. We have escalating minimums and maximums, $10 minimum, $100 maximum week one, and then 20 and 200, 30 and 300 and so on. A little different this year in how we're structuring the bets. We will be doing a two-leg parlay using your allotted uh, amount, whatever you want to bet, Um, And we will reveal our parlay choice one leg at a time. If your other leg gets stolen by someone else in the order, then you have to pivot. You got to do something else. Uh, You have to do one traditional leg, which is a spread or an over-under, and then you can do a prop bet, a player prop or an alternate line, something like that as your second leg of the parlay. So um, I think as the preseason fantasy winner, I feel like I I get to go first in the snake. Is that is that fair to everybody? That that yeah. was what I would suggest. Okay, yeah. cool. it was in the back of my mind as a suggestion, but I didn't want to screw myself. But yeah, and again That's because fair. yeah, and because I was going to say it's a screw on reefs. So yeah, fair enough. And it, it might not even be advantageous because then my second leg I have to wait six more picks for you guys to get through yours. Yeah, so, I, I feel for you, Sam. Um, but <laughs> but I have to put go- something like wild in it that'll I'll absolutely ruin it. <laughs> remember that I have an advantage that I can trigger anytime before the trade deadline where I double my profits and have my losses by virtue of winning the preseason fantasy contest, but I will which, not, which you have to, which you have to trigger the day we register our bets, not the yes. day that the winnings come out. Yeah. Correct. I'm not going to trigger it today. I'm going to start my parlay Howard. by finding a, <laughs> just use it immediately. And we have a $10, <laughs> $10 parlay. <laughs> Make these um, segments just a little shorter all season. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm just looking for a big number in in week one. I uh, oh wait, no, that's what am I looking at? Oh, these are popular bets. These aren't the week one lines. 
I'm already thrown off, guys. Okay. I'm looking for a big number because wacky things happen in week one and underdogs, I think, have more of a puncher's chance. So I'm looking at CJ Stroud and the Texans plus 10 at Baltimore. Massive number. I'm going Houston plus 10. What a terrible first bet that was, but I just <laughs> no, hit it. I mean, I, I would like it if I wasn't I so concerned it. with what Stroud looked like in the preseason, which it's the preseason, who knows, right? But I did not love what I saw. Uh, otherwise, great. I love it. Read your analysis at Wide Left, Wide Left Substack. Uh, <laughs> let's just go in the order. Uh, Luke Inman, you were second in the, the preseason fantasy. Braun was third, Arif was fourth. That's also our circle on the YouTube screen. So go ahead, Inman. Perfect. Yeah, kick me off the year with an over-under Monday night football, Bills-Jets. Give me the under 46.5 points. I think a lot of people are going to be putting a lot of money just assuming Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen put up the fireworks. Two great defenses, though. I think these offenses, at least the Jets anyway, starts a little bit slower than people anticipate. So I like the under in that one, 46 and a half. I think that's at minus 115. Yep, minus 115. Jets defense coming out party. Watch out. Okay. Fantastic. I, think, I was kind of surprised I was at 46 and a half. I would have expected it to be higher. I like the reasoning. I just think I, I probably wouldn't have taken the under until it got to 50. I probably wouldn't have touched this one. Fair enough. I wish I could buy a half point. Sam, will you let me yeah. buy a half point? Uh, no. Are we looking at the, are we all looking at the FanDuel screen? Can we build the parlay and then relay what the, the odds are? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I am going to go for a player prop right off the bat. Anytime touchdown scorer, Justin Jefferson is at plus 100 right now. Very nice. How many do you have last year? Nine. I have no idea. Sure. All right. Eight. Um, not not a not a red zone guy quite yet. It's like the one thing. He's not he's no be. Julio either, right? He scores. <laughs> right. But, but... <laughs> uh Alexander Madison's actually the favored favorite anytime touchdown scorer at that minus is 140. A, that is a glass wow. of certainty for really? a guy whose role we don't minus fully one, know. I, I think he's just the running back. Like that's it. Yeah, I that's rough. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Both um, of those uh seen as more likely than Rashad White, though. So, I guess really hates hey, that. Maybe, maybe they love Sean Tucker, man. That speaking of guys, I watched in the preseason. Uh, all right, my turn. Uh, I'm just gonna go. Like, okay, I think the the um, the Chiefs. I don't want to say hype. What's the opposite of hype? Whatever that is. I think the fact that the Chiefs don't have Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones has overly depressed their line against the Lions. I think they opened six and a half. Now they're four and a half. That's nuts. That's insane. Yeah. I'm taking the Chiefs four and a half. I love that. I love that. I should have taken that actually. Uh, that's great. Uh, Reef, back to you on the uh, the return. So the it's it's either a money line or a player prop. Uh, I think yeah. So or it's it, an over under or what's what's the deal? It can. What do you guys think about this? We'll figure it out in real time. It can be a prop. Does it have to be a prop? I. Should we say? Should we say that yes, it does have to be a prop? So it's crazy. all played by the same rules, or no? Did not look up props. Where can I find the props? <laughs> you can find them in uh, more wagers for each oh, game. I'm willing to say that it doesn't have to be a prop. Okay. Um, oh, more NFL here. Okay. Uh, I was going to do money line uh, Bengals over Browns minus one thirty eight. 
that line's also stupid to me. Bounds. Okay, and give me the final parlay amount. And yes, I'm going to wager 100. It is plus 222. Beautiful. Thank you, Arif. Betting the maximum. This is not Which the Arif usually we do, saw last right? year. Yeah. Right. But I, I, I'm tough. starting out as an underdog until you activate that thing. <laughs> Luke Braun. Uh, you know what? I am just going to stick with the Vikings game. The money line just shifted in front of my eyes. Oh. Uh, since I'm taking a plus 100 prop, I'm going to take a, a more conservative money line. Vikings money line at minus 255. Uh, wait, one sec. A, I think so. Because you did a prop, for we do have to do one traditional. So one oh, okay. over, under, or spread. I'll start that's, over. That's relatively close to a, you know, a minus 110 type thing. Got it. Uh, I think I'm going to stick with the Vikings game. Um. Whoa, the Vikings line just moved in front of my eyes on FanDuel. It's minus that, that's five me. and a half I'm now. changing the line right now. You are I'm, I'm dumping a lot it. of money. Just, yeah, it's now five and a half uh, Vikings. It's We're favored by less than we were. Uh, but I'm not actually doing that. I'm going to do uh, the under 45 and a half. I think these defenses can give these offenses more trouble than uh, is expected. I agree. Which You know how much I hate agreeing with Luke. Yeah. Only need one touchdown by Justin Jefferson. Not and then you're good. Point forth. The okay. under and a touchdown prop. That's that's fun. Let's go. <laughs> Wager and odds. Hit me. Oh, I have to click the buttons, don't I? I can do it for you if you're. Nope, I got unable. it. Uh, plus three fifty, and I'll wager. That is a lot. Um, I I can only risk like twenty five bucks on that, and if I win, it's still great because it's plus three fifty. So I'll be conservative. I'm good, Luke Inman. Okay, I'm looking at a player prop here, one that I really like this week. Dolphins, Chargers, Miami's backfield. Jeff Wilson's on the IR. Devin Achane's dealing with his shoulder. Raheem Mostert versus Chargers rush defense. That was just absolutely garbage last year. Easily the worst rush defense in stopping outside contained. 50-plus yards. I'm going to play it safe. I could go 60-plus yards. Raheem Mostert, 50-plus yards. That's minus 168. You add that yeah, into the if Jets. If you hit 58 yards, you're going to look so smart. Yes, it's going to happen now. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Add that into the under 46 and a half Jets bills. Okay, Luke, you only bet 25 bucks. What a reef bet. 100. Put me right in the middle. I'm going to go 50 bucks to win 98. Two-leg parlay cashes right out plus 196. The midpoint between twenty five and one hundred well, is definitely. Not, I don't want to. I don't want to overwork Sam. That <laughs> in men, what was your kind of math we trying to do here? Give me your second bet one more time. What Raheem was Mostert fifty yep. or more rushing yards versus. The I like Chargers. the reasoning. Yeah, I like that sneaky good this week. I think if you play some uh, daily fantasy, I would look at uh, Raheem Mostert this week. Yeah, I think the Cardinals are a hot mess. They're going to Washington. New ownership, strong vibes. I'm looking at alternate lines on the commanders. I'm going to go minus 13 and a half at plus 200 for the Sam commanders. I truther. love it. Sam, Sam Howell Sam truther. truther. Yeah. Love the first name. Uh, they're going to yep. beat the Cardinals by two touchdowns. The Cardinals are going to be awful. Um, their quarterback, is it is it Dobbs? Like just Dobbs. I think they named Dobbs like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's either uh, him or what? Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon. Yeah. I mean, you you might see Toon in the second half. To be honest, 
That would be an awful sign. That'd be a great for Sam, right? Not because Clayton June is bad, but because they benched their starter. Right. Yeah, they're right. benching their starter a week into the first game, <laughs> yeah. a half into the first game. Otherwise, yeah, James Conner's just going to have 278 touchdowns. carries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do 50 at plus 473. 50 on an alternate line. Wow. Let's go. All right. Plus Sam has four. learned absolutely nothing from last year. I love Great. it. Week one. Here we go. Grab the shovel, boys. Start digging. <laughs> Ron Johnson is waiting in the wings. Let's get a word in first from Bird Dogs. I'm wearing them right now. I woke up. There was a chill in the air. I put on my Bird Dogs pants with the cozy liners, and I am extremely comfortable my chilly basement it runs like 62 degrees down here so i gotta wear my bird dogs i absolutely love these things i'm a complete convert that liner is fantastic with the cloud knit fabric they've got the anti-stink sweat wicking fabric they're just they're tremendous you can head to birddogs.com slash locked on or use the promo code locked on uh do it right now and you get a free bird dogs water bottle they're always mixing it up with those free add-ons First, it was the the white hat, which I love wearing. Then it was the tumbler. You see me drinking my uh, hazelnut lattes out of it most mornings, and now it's the water bottle. So again, birddogs.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on. Get a free water bottle with any bird dogs purchase, the shorts, the pants. Get them with the liners at birddogs.com slash locked on today. I want a bird dog's hat, man. Ron Johnson joins us now, host of the Ron Johnson Show at three Ron Johnson on Twitter slash X, and he's got—is that an Unreal hoodie, Ron? Yes, it is the Unreal hoodie. Ooh, uh, you can get yours oh, at the nice. stadium on Sunday. Ooh, nice. um, check them out Sunday morning at the uh, Viking Store at the uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. Always looking sharp. It looks like it's kind of a play on the new classic look. Is that correct? It is. Yeah. So it has the same lines on the back of the hood like it's the mm. i don't know if the mm-hmm. camera can see it so it's it that retro same, purple right. though too yeah it has the, so many different the, shades of purple it's that retro yeah, they, they tried to match it with the they gave us the jersey uh the vikings did so oh. you know we got the the kirk cousins jersey Love um, it. So i thought it was a sam it was, bradford number it was eight. inspired i know i thought it was greg coleman at first it was like greg coleman <laughs> sam bradford we were going for vintage right yeah yeah so nope it's kirk cousins because uh the vikings clearly like they gave everybody a different jersey and they gave me kirk cousins so i don't know if they just know like i'm a i'm a, I'm a cousins uh supporter so you know yeah I don't yeah, know. speaking I don't know of, of number eight and bradford you know what i thought of when i watched the gophers on thursday cali manis has like the big kind of open sleeves they kind of go down his arm. They don't really hug. And that was Bradford's thing. We yeah, called him sleeves because yeah. he didn't really, he had the big floppy ones. And I thought Kelly McManus uh, gave me some Bradford vibes. See, I'm glad. I, I hate that you said that because I did not notice that. And now I'm going to be looking at his sleeves. Oh, no. So, it's, yeah. a, it's such a bad look, man. I, I, I did not notice that. <laughs> and he's number eight. That's I the think. one thing oh. I did not notice, and now I'm going to be looking at his sleeves. Like, uh, yeah. I hated Sam Bradford sleeves. Like, I, I, I ruined it for you. I yeah, hate you were you right, did. too. You were correct to him. Are you going to ask? Are you going to ask him about the sleeves? I am now, because now I, I I literally had no idea. I was just watching the arm talent, the great throws, the Daniel Jackson, the 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 Brevin span forward bit, uh, the run game that was kind of sleepy with Sean Tyler. But there was actually uh, we're going to cover this on on the on the Gophers game day live this week. Uh, I got some plays from the game. I'm breaking down on the Telestrator, and oh, one of them is a Sean Tyler run. Uh, it was a it was a ten yard run because everybody's like, oh, the run game. Blah, blah. It was a ten yard run, and I actually broke it down. Uh, there's awesome. a pulling tight end and a pulling tackle 
Mm. So they ran like they pulled inside. It's, it's, it's a real cool counter the way they ran it. Um, and so I think they're building on that. I just think they feel like, you know what, this kid can throw. That sounds yeah. good. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, that sounds great. But now I'm looking at the sleeves. It's like, golly. Yeah. Now you're no, getting to the hard look stuff that really matters. Right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Ron, big news of the morning. Josh Metellus oh, yeah. signs a two-year extension. Let's get your reaction to that. Yeah, friend of the program, uh, Josh Metellus. I think, you know, clearly – if they don't think Harrison Smith is, you know, maybe one or two more years, they're trying to see if Josh Metellus is going to step into that role as starting safety when Harrison Smith exits and retires. Uh, a Minnesota Viking. So, uh, but it's a good look. I mean, honestly, we talked about how many safeties they get on this roster. Clearly, Brian Flores. And I think that's what everybody's like. Other than the omelets and the bacon and the potatoes, um, the next thing you want to see Sunday morning is how many safeties are on the field and how many snaps do they get together. Because that's the reason. So Josh Mattel is clearly is going to have a role on this defense as well. Because you don't you don't give a guy six million up front, thirteen million for two years if you're like, hey, you're just going to play special teams. So clearly he's going to have a big role on this defense. Yeah, Ron, uh, just broad overview, I guess, of the Vikings team because it's year two now, Quasi KOC. What what should we be looking for to change or grow in year two of this? Like, is there anything specific you hope we finish the year and look back and say, all right, regardless of the record. They took another big step in this department, whatever that may be. Yeah, I can't remember how the Paul Abdul song, I think it was what, two steps forward, one step back or something like that, or was it one <laughs> step forward, two steps back? I can't remember what it was, but either way, you don't want to do that. You don't want to see them going backwards, and I think that's the, the key in year two is there should be some type of growth. Again, Ed Donatel was the question last year. He's gone. Kevin O'Connell, Quasi, everybody was like, oh, they're too nice, and they did it. They got rid of him. Um, so now it's going to be the Brian Flores show, I think, if this defense can be a top 15 defense, that's it. They don't have to be top 10, top five, they, top 15 defense. And this offense remains to what they were. This is a playoff team. And so I think that's what we want to see is does this de- like if this defense just looks bad, then it's like, OK, there's not a three fourteen. Like you need to go back to the four three or you need to move on from Daniil Hunter and bring in some outside linebackers. Um, you know, who can truly play outside linebacker like that's I mean, Daniil Hunter's honestly like asking Joey Bosa or Nick Bosa to say, hey, we're going to be a 3-4. We need you to stand up a little more. Um, In their systems, they're going after the quarterback. That's why they get paid what they get paid. And so I think that's going to be the key to this, is how how can Brian Flores look at what the 49ers and Chargers do and say, you know what, I can encompass this within my defense. But so I, but between Quasey and Kevin O'Connell, I think they're solid. I think it's the, this this 90% of this season, we're going to be wondering how has this defense changed. Well, I, I do want to ask about that defense because, you know, with those changes always comes the opportunity for confusion and mistakes. I always remember, you know, new players coming into the Zimmer defense, getting confused, then getting benched uh, just because of how complicated it was. It very much seems like the defense has a lot of rules for a lot of players. It could become complicated. We've got every player is basically new to the system except ones that they like signed over from other teams. Um, what are the odds or the chances that this could create some initial confusion in the first couple of weeks while players try to figure out kind of what their assignment is, what the role is from play to play? Yeah, so I think – so this is one thing I noticed with like the Gophers and just because we do the PJ Flex show every Tuesday, I'm able to get some intel on what they do. So I don't know if you guys seen the new thing where they put tarps over the top of the guys calling the plays now. It's super, super weird and creepy. But what they're doing is they're trying See to that. they're trying to stop people because I explained I'm like what is that they're trying to stop filmers from up top like guys like a reef with their cell phones <laughs> filming down <laughs> on the sideline you know trying to get intel like oh every time he does this 
you know, they rush off the outside. So they're trying to cut down <laughs> on the number of cameras because there's no camera angles on the sidelines that coaches can have in, in programs. So now the above tarp is the new thing because they're like, look, there's nothing stopping a fan slash coach um, from just getting the ticket and being right behind the gopher sideline with the telescope or the, you know, and so the NFL, I think what, what you're going to see Arif and, and, and to, you know, make a long answer short, uh, basically that's what, so on the sideline for college, they doing all this stuff to, to stop that. So the DBs have a guy to watch the linebackers have a guy to watch. And then the line has a guy to watch. So there's three different coaches giving out three different signals plus dummy people as well. Giving out, I mean, there's a lot of chaos. College is great. It's chaos. It's chaotic. I mean, you got people holding up signs of, of like Britney Spears and it's, you know, it's, we're blitzing. It's chaos blitz because it's Britney Spears and she's absolute chaos right now. So like, that's what you do. Uh, you know, like that's, I mean, you can, I love the signs because people always ask like, why did you have Jessica Alba with Sauce Gardner and, and Aaron Rodgers on your sign? Oh, because that's our big apple blitz. You know, like they went to a Knicks game. I mean, it's, I'm going deep in the weeds on this, but when you talk about NFL, it's a little bit simpler the green dot guy is going to be the most important of that defense. And I think that's going to be the key this year. Whoever's wearing the, cause we don't have an Eric Kendricks. I mean, Eric Kendricks is on the leadership council for the chargers. He hasn't yeah, even played a down yeah, there. Right. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't played a down there. So clearly he's a, he's a leader. Adam Thielen, you know, he's a leader for the, for the Carolina Panthers. So when you lose some leaders like that in that locker room alone, you got to find new guys. And so on the defense, that's your, I mean, Arif, honestly, this is what I'm going to say. There might be some confusion. Because you don't have some of those voices, some of those guys that are used to this. Um, I don't know what the calls are going to be. If they're going to have a, a – we used to call it a get-back coach. He would make sure everybody had to get back, yeah. like whoever's job that is. But they're going to have a personnel coach, I'm sure. Like one guy is going to be in charge of, hey, I'm giving you the calls. You need to have my personnel ready to switch because we're subbing out. And so you're going to see – Every once in a while, some chaotic switches uh, like, oh, I thought this was three safeties. It's two safeties. I thought this was, you know, four DBs and it should be five. Like there might be a little bit of that because we know Flores talks about the multiple sets. And so honestly, this this week one couldn't have been better to play the Buccaneers. I mean, not, nothing against the Buccaneers, but it's good to not start the season off with like the Packers or the Eagles early because at least you get one game to kind of work on that stuff. Like, hey, here's where we screwed up. Here's some of the verbiage that guys are confused on. Um, I've seen it numerous times being on the sideline where guys just are helmet off, having some, you know, seeds. They're sitting back talking. Oh, shoot, I'm supposed to be in. And then they run out and the coach like, nope, screw you. Sit down, sit down. You missed your chance. <laughs> So, so there's going to be some human nature in this, but I think, you know, game one, most of these defensive guys is a good thing. They don't have any like superstars on this defense where you're going to get some of the egos. I think everybody on that defense, even Harrison Smith and Daniel Hunter are ego lists. And so I think there's going to be a lot of guys really dialed into, Hey, Brian's trying to call this game. We know the defense was a problem last year. We can't let it be the problem this year. So long answer at the end of the day, Two answers to this, Arif. One, I think there's going to be some chaos. Some stuff's going to happen. But two, I think it's going to come down to the personnel coach to make sure he's listening to Brian. Like, hey, we're, we're changing this. We're changing this. Have these guys ready to go so that they don't have that, like, oh, we got to call a timeout. There's only 10 guys out there. Or there's 12 guys out there. But, I mean, you know, it always happens every once in a while. Uh, there's been a lot of reports over the last 24 hours, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, about – this weekend being the time for the Justin Jefferson extension. Mm -hmm. A lot of different people have corroborated this. So my question is, what are you doing to celebrate Justin Jefferson extension day? Today? <laughs> oh, what am I going to do? Well, you know, we're going to pop some champagne. We're going to do the gritty. 
We're gonna take a cigar out. You Which know, one? yeah, there's uh, some new gritties coming out. <laughs> I know. Gritties. We'll talk about that. Or did you guys already talk about it? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk yet. about that. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I honestly, I'm just sitting back waiting to see the number because I think that's what everybody wants to do. So honestly, like, it is a Thursday. Um, my celebration probably will be pop the grill open, take it easy. Kids have softball practice tonight. So usually our Thursday nights are late because the kids practices both are at the same time, which is great. Actually, we can take them both at the same time. And then we pick them up. You know, they, they both actually two different teams, but two of their practices are at the same field. So that's actually better too. same park. So yeah, no, just one drop off one pickup. Um, but I will say this, like, I'm just sitting back. I want to see the number because we just saw Bosa got his money. Um, and he got off the plane. Sorry for scaring you, 49ers fans. Um, <laughs> that's how I imagine it. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that's what his voice felt like to me when he said that. Like, sorry for uh, scaring you. Yeah, me. no, sure. Yep. It, like, it sure does. does. Yeah. <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Like, I don't know. It just it just felt weird when he said that. Like, wh- like just get off the plane and go sign your contract. Um, but, no, I, I, think, I think they have to. I know they want to get it done. Uh, and so I'm I'm super excited to see this number because we've all been talking about it could be here and it could be here. It could be cup. It could be, you know, the greatest thing we've ever seen, you know, change your life money. Donald Trump now is coming out saying, you know, they went back to the LSU clips and he looks like, look at him. That's money. Like, I mean, so clearly <laughs> we knew this was coming. Trump- that, no. Oh, yeah. They, they won the Trump went to the White House. He's like, where's Justin Jefferson? This man's going to be rich one day. Look at him. Just looks like money. He's going to be worth a lot of money. Yeah, that's like four years ago. So now that that clip has resurfaced because now he's about to get paid monumental money. And now we're going to, you know, we're going to attribute Justin Jefferson's contract to Donald Trump. Um, So I can't see that going wrong. (laughs) (laughs) There's also a fake quote out there by some. Yeah, I I saw that. That is The Justin Jefferson saying, you know, he's got my vote now since he knows I'm going to be rich. Oh. Oh. That that got a couple of people. Oh, it got a bunch of people. Like one person literally said, I'm not going to the Vikings game. Like I'm not going to the games anymore. I'm not ever going (laughs) to gritty again. And I'm like, you got to be dumb to think any player would come out for any candidate. Like, I don't care what side you're on. Nobody's coming out right now because uh, we're not going to talk about Jordan, man. Everybody buys shoes. Just buy the shoes. Like, yeah, don't even don't even talk to me about that stuff. I'm just gonna worry about, you know, can I vote on the next city council for an easement uh, to get a park redone in our neighborhood? Like, that's what I'm voting on. Um, but no, so I, I, I'm excited for Justin Jefferson. I want to see the number though. I, I really do. I want to see. Yeah. It, you know, is he a Cooper Cup guy? Is he gonna be a team? Because he feels like a team friendly guy to me. Um, if they explain to him, like, hey, look, man, we can give you 200 million, but if we do. I don't know what quarterback we're going to be able to have for you, you know? And so I think that's going to be how you weigh it. But I will say, I don't know if you guys saw the Gilbert Arenas interview recently, and uh, they asked him, he made $171 million in his NBA career. He never sniffed a ring. And they said, would you give up $50 million? So you still have $120 million. $121 million would be in your bank account. You Mm -hmm. have to give up 50 because you probably go to a different team. You wouldn't be able to get the max extension. You can go play with, you know, three, uh, you know, partner up with somebody. And that's what they were alluding to um, because he always stayed by himself. Just say, pay me, pay me, pay me. I'll stay with the Wizards. Pay me a whole bunch of money. I don't care about winning. Um, yeah, he stayed with you... the Wizards. Obviously, he doesn't care about winning. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was their question. Kind of, they were alluding to that. Like, hey, would you, you know, take a pay cut and go play for the Lakers with, with Kobe? And he was like, no. He's like. 50 million? He's like, man, I can get a ring on online right now for $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> <He's like, laughs> so true. 
I can like an airbrush myself into that uh, championship team photo too. Right. He's like, yeah. I get like fifty million. He's like, I'm gonna just wipe these tears with these. The one thing though yeah. is that and, uh, I'm is good. That so Tom Brady more than made up the money he gave up in endorsements after those wins. True. Plus, True. Delta just signed him like not as a ad guy, not as like a spokesperson, but as like a strategic. Uh, leader vision like an exec guy. He's doing Hertz commercials. Like he's, 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 he's like Fox. He's, he's going like to leave his. I, I guarantee he's going to start leaving Delta. his Hertz receipt now in every single car he rents, because <laughs> that Darren Rovell tweet alone. He's like, how much was that worth? And Darren Rovell was like, uh, damn, you got me. Like, <laughs> like Brady was like, dude, I did exactly what I hope would happen. You to post. I actually rent from Hertz and I actually do their commercials. And he had Darren Rovell like stuck like. Damn it. He got me. Like, Tom is not dumb. Like, he wants people to know you just sat in the same car that Tom Brady didn't drive. Somebody drove for him, but that somebody else drove Tom Brady in when they got to town. And so, yeah, Brady's smart. But I, I'd say that you're right. Like, if Justin Jefferson takes maybe a lesser deal and he wins a Super Bowl, you're right. Like, the money's going to just pile a, in from endorsements. A bit of a gamble. So, and he's already a gritty guy. Yeah, already he already is. Endorsement. Yeah. yeah, he already has, he has endorsements. so many. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's going to be the question is, like, how much do you really want to win or do you want to just set the market? And that's going to be the question because when you have a tight end that wants to reset the market, you have a receiver that wants to reset the market, you're not paying running backs, so you can get away with that. Uh, but then your quarterback. Can you go get a J.J. McCarthy? Uh, you know, are you going to wait for three years and get Dante Moore out of UCLA? Because he's only a freshman. He's got two more years before he can come out. 6'4", 6'5", 240-pound quarterback that made UCLA look great. He's from Detroit, Michigan, from my high school, Detroit, Martin Luther King. Shout out. Um, but, yeah, like, do you want to play that game? Like, are, are you going to hope Caleb Williams pulls the uh, Eli Manning and doesn't want to go to the Cardinals and says, I only want to play with Justin Jefferson? Like, there's a lot to, to, to go with that. So, no, I, I'm, I'm excited for Justin, but I do really want to see this number. Yeah. Um, in closing, Justin Jefferson put out the new gritty dances God, for the season, Lord. apparently. I don't this. Yeah. You know, it says no, we, we got the jet. I know. It's so bad. The, the it's so crazy. Gritty. We got the. Oh, handoff, I loved it. The handoff gritty where you give it's... it to your teammate, get him involved. And then you got the LeBron, the LeBron gritty, which, I, you know, he they did it wrong. His... I'm a LeBron fan and I'm mad yeah. because LeBron gritty is terrible. Like people talking about, oh, that's fire. You are no. a follower. There, you are another Kevin Garnett thing too. Uh, the, 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 the dust flowers? is, yeah, the like the, 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 the that was a Kevin Garnett is. thing. So it's like you don't need to throw that in LeBron. The LeBron gritty should have just been this with that. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like you, it's like you're so close and then you screwed it up. Like the, the Monopoly gritty. That's the shooting dice gritty. That's not Monopoly. Yeah, I, I think they had to change the name for Viking Social. That's true. The thing. Probably can't say I like that one. Dice. You don't like the names more than the yeah, actual. Yeah, correct. Like if okay. I was thinking Monopoly, okay. I'm like yeah. gritty around in a square. Yeah, do and not then pass go and then throw $200 up in the sky. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I like that Here's one. Here's the thing. Let me let me imagine reverse back one. to jail. Like end up in jail and then go back. Yeah. Like, come on. Like imagine week one. In the classic uniforms, Justin Jefferson scores a touchdown. He starts doing the gritty. It looks normal. And then out of nowhere, he hands it off to Jordan <laughs> Addison, who then starts doing it. Imagine if we hadn't known about that before. Right. Okay. How that's, yeah, sick so that would be. Luke and I were like, tweeting about like a, this. Like a, like a movie trailer that put all the funny parts in the trailer. Like now it's all, what's. Yeah. All yeah. Luke and I were tweeting about this. You, there was no reason to, you could do a making of. Like I know his friend came up with the gritty and he wanted to spotlight his friend. And that's wonderful. It's I not totally his friend, though. That's awesome. 
I thought nope. it was his friend. I thought no. it was like somebody he knew from back at LSU. Nope. It's an LSU guy, no? Nope. Oh, I, I thought that too. You got to look at the whole story. He is a friend oh. of Jamar Chase. Okay. Jamar well, Chase and him knew each other, and it was another guy at LSU. What ended up happening, long story short, Justin Jefferson just was famous first. <laughs> so Okay, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's fair. But so I'm Justin gl- Jefferson glad- put it out there. Like, they did I'm it glad- at LSU, if you kind of go back to the LSU championship. Sure. They did it. Yeah. But it wasn't like, we weren't all like, oh, who is this? When he gets to the NFL, he does it. Everybody's like, whoa. And then Jer- Jamar Chase gets in the NFL, and we're like, wha. Yeah. So then now this guy's like, hey, uh, I'm, I'm, I created I'm glad- this. I'm glad so, the guy's getting credit. He I is. He's on. That, he's trying to get on Madden now. He's got Eminem sponsorships now. Eminem is about to start grittying. Uh, I hope he got a Fortnite paycheck. That's probably yeah, a big Yeah, I know. Yeah. I saw that. He, he did because I know Justin said he's going to gritty until EA Sports puts it on there properly. So nice. Properly? Okay. So yeah, I guess they didn't happen, fully come through. And yeah, I don't know. There was some money. You know how it is. Money um, and probably getting them in the suit. And I think the gritty dude wants to be the guy in the suit. But they were like, no, we want Justin in the suit, not you. And so yeah, I get that. You know. But yeah, um, so I'm glad that that guy's getting credit and all that. But you could have done this partway through the season where you go through all of the new gritties that Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson had performed in games. Correct. And then, and then, you know, match them up with him teaching Jefferson what those gritties are. And that would look a lot better. And also, we wouldn't have had this reveal beforehand because I'm totally with Luke. I feel like celebrations are just way better if they occur on the field. And to the fan, it kind of seems spontaneous. Just organic. It's obviously not. And that's where I was going with it. Organic. Like, I would accept every single, like, the jet gritty, the monopoly, like, all of it. The hamstring gritty. Jamar Chase with the The snowfall gritty. Like, that one was the best with the snow was falling and he did, like, like, slashing through the snow. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, that was the one i think that was up for a a celly whatever nfl celly of the year um but you're right he should not have shown us that because now we're all watching it and then we're gonna see justin doing it kind of be like oh that's the monopoly oh that was all right yeah like you know versus like what was that oh and then the video comes out right if he reveals the monopoly gritty which i agree the name is bad but i think it's just like the vikings (laughs) don't want to get in trouble sure um if he reveals the Monopoly gritty during game or even just like the reverse gritty, I, right. those look great. They look fantastic, especially if they occur in a game. And it Watch Hasbro, though, yeah. Monopoly come for the Vikings. Like, hey, I was going to say, is that Milton Bradley is going to be all over him? <laughs> yeah, trademark. You can't, you no, can't no, use but, our but, name. But Monopoly, Monopoly is also just a word, right? So True. you can't. So but but you're insinuating fine. like the word Monopoly does not have dice in the description in the dictionary. They have a monopoly on watch monopoly sales are going to skyrocket. They're going to be fired up (laughs) now. They just need to have a Vikings monopoly board. Like they might as well just come out with a Vikings monopoly. Oh yeah, they they should. Yeah, I'm sure they already do. They already have just cross and go is like US Bank Stadium that I played when I was a kid. Yeah, 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 going to jail is actually like one of the county jails. Um, I would say you have to figure out the cities. You put like Eden Prairie and Edina over with board. Like Boardwalk would probably be Eden Prairie and Edina. I'm guessing. Um, you know, you can kind of play around with that. Like, yeah, it could. If you roll three fun. doubles, that's a Jordan Addison. There you go. Whoa. There you go. Wow. There you go. Wow. I had to think I'm about gonna, that. For I'm, I'm going to choose the little car so I could be Jordan Addison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fastest looking one. Um, Ron, oh, we had fun with you, man. Because I get to bring the dog with me. <laughs> Have we seen a dog? Is there a dog? There's a dog. There is one. There's one photo of a dog on his Instagram. We've researched this recently, the, or like the photos in the, in the car. By the way, <laughs> it is. I didn't realize you that. Did it? It, okay, it, well, is it posted after? Because there's is definitely this... no. It was posted before. There's definitely okay. a dog okay. photo in the car. Okay. 
<laughs> well, it's a little credibility there. Um, Ron, he's just bringing the dog to the game now at this point. That yeah, dog is the, like at halftime. Better, everybody. At halftime, it's Jordan Ass's dog, everybody. <laughs> He's feeling great. Half the crowd has no idea New what's going Ring on. Ring of Honor inductee. Arif is standing Addison's up. Arif's doing like a standing ovation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. We're, we're oh. off the rails. Uh, Roundtable tomorrow where we'll, we'll lock into an official game prediction for final score with Reggie Wilson, Luke Inman, and you, Ron Johnson. I'll be there, too. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun, and of course, we'll uh, we'll rehash the full game next week with you, Ron. But always good having you at Three Ron Johnson on X. Check him out. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate it. We're gonna work on like a you uh, Unreal giveaway again. I know we did that last year. I'm working on Unreal right now, so mm-hmm. stay tuned for that, people. Because uh, Locked On and Unreal, we're gonna figure out a partnership to maybe give away a hoodie or two this season. Love it. Those things are nice. They also. are. I-, I will say this is true purple. Last year was like a suck skittle purple. This year is like true purple. It's nice. re- it's if you're if you're not watching on YouTube, Lockdown Sports Minnesota to see Ron Johnson right now in his unreal and they have uh, a quarter zip glory. version with a hood. So that's the one I'm getting Sunday. I already told them have me one sitting on set when I get there. It's a quarter zip with the hood. So but yeah, has the old the uh yes, the old school jersey. It's a cool look. And check him out on Vikings Game Day Live as well. Thanks a lot, Ron. Appreciate it. See you, Ron. You can also hear Sunday's game on the Sirius XM app, SXM app for the hometown broadcast. Uh, just search Vikings and search Locked On Sports Minnesota. Get all of our shows, the Ron Johnson Show included, and the Minnesota Football Party. Make sure to check that out as well. All right, we've reached the part of the show where we make specific season predictions for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I've got 10 prompts for you, and I want specifics, guys, down to the yard. Um so we'll move kind of fast, get through them all. I'm stalling right now, trying to find my list. All right, this is where we start. Justin Jefferson, receptions, yardage, touchdowns, all three of them. We'll start with Inman this time, and then we'll uh, we'll go around the circle. JJ, 2023, year two of KOC, put me down for 116 receptions, 1,978 yards, and 13 touchdowns. Explosive season for Justin. It's going to be mm-hmm. disappointing when he doesn't get 2,000, though. All right. Um, Braun? Uh, I'll split the difference between last year and 2021 just because there's full season at TJ Hawkinson, Jordan Addison, some other options. We don't need to force the ball to Jefferson as much. Uh, so I'll go with 111 receptions. Oh, for... I was going to pick 111. God so was, that's literally what I have written down. 111. <laughs> 111. All right. Uh, wow. For let's go 1754 and nine touchdowns, oh, one of which geez. will come this week. <laughs> A reef. Uh, well, okay. Now that 111 has been taken, and I don't want to repeat it, even though I'm confident <laughs> we would be allowed to. Um, I'm just going to go all the way up. Uh, I'm going to say 134 receptions, which is more than I think he's ever had. Uh, uh, 1,949 yards. Um, So just shy of 2,000, which is going to be very frustrating. Uh, And then I had to get touchdowns in there as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's going to increase his touchdowns per uh, yard. So I'm going to go with uh, 12. That's a lot. Fantastic. 
Yeah, so I'm I'm counting on a reduce in targets down to 170, uh, 9.8 yards per target, so 1,666 yards. I did have 111 for receptions. I'm going to go 110 so that I can win if he goes under, and uh, 11 TDs for Justin Jefferson. Uh, Kirk Cousins, yardage, touchdowns, INTs, and let's toss in fourth quarter comebacks as well and start with Braun this time. Yardage. Um, I'm going to go. I'm trying to think of what the funniest number would be, and I think it's 4,001. So I'll go with that many yards. So you can technically say he had four consecutive 4,000 yard seasons. Low number. Um, he's usually good for, yeah, you know, they'll be, they'll be leading more. They can run a little more, a little better this year. Uh, fewer attempts. Usually he's good for around 30 touchdowns. I will say exactly 30 touchdowns. Uh, what else is it? Interceptions and comebacks and fourth. I'll give him two fourth quarter comebacks. And now that he's more comfortable in the scheme, we'll say he plays a little bit safer. We'll say nine interceptions. Brief. All right. So we want yards, touchdowns, comebacks. What else do we want? Uh, INTs and comebacks. And INTs. Okay. Uh, I'll do, I don't think there's going to be a huge change. I think he's going to be more efficient, but he's going to throw the ball less. So, uh, I'm going to go 46, 16 in yards, 31 touchdowns, nine interceptions, three fourth quarter comebacks. Three. All right. That's a pretty ambitious season. Uh, I'm going to go 600 throws this year. So a bit, a bit of a reduction, Career average, 7.6 yards per attempt, so 4,560 yards, 32 TDs, also nine interceptions, with one fourth-quarter comeback in a regression back to uh, back to the mean in a major way. Luke Inman. So you guys all think, just in general, you guys all think that maybe his numbers are going to step back just a little bit, that they're going to be running the ball more. They're going to put a, yeah, a they'll more run the ball emphasis more. on running the I ball more. I mean, Bron's the, only I, one who, Bron's the only one who did a big reduction. I think Arif and I are right on. It's not that crazy of a reduction either. Yeah. yeah we're, we're, on the we're, they're on yardage, but we both yeah. decreased the total attempts. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I keep looking at that schedule. I see so many elite quarterbacks, and I just feel like they're going to have to throw the ball a lot this year. I really do, at least in the second half of games. I got 4,997 yards. I got 35 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, and three fourth-quarter comebacks. I'm the slinger this season. So you've got Jefferson 22 yards shy of 2K and uh, and Kirk three yards shy of 5,000 yards. Yeah, Let's go. It's, <laughs> it's not about the stats, though, Sam. It's about the wins and losses yeah. for these guys. They don't care about that stuff. And, and that will be like an eight and nine season. The best quarterback in the draft will go a pick before. <laughs> and if only we had lost week 18. They win. They try as hard as they can in week 18 as a seven and nine team just to get those those marks and win the game. Um, Arif Hassan, let's start off with the sack leader and with how many sacks? Uh, Daniil Hunter, sack leader. That one's pretty easy. Uh, let's go. It's tough for him to break 15, but uh, I believe in it. 16 and a half. Whoa. All right. Um, Just shy of a sack per game. So I'm I'm really high on Marcus Davenport. I'm going to be maybe the odd duck here and go Davenport because I think 
if they can find a way famously to get him on the good field, at getting sacks. This no, this is my this point. Thing. He he doesn't get sacks, which means he's due. If he gets on the field for fifty snaps a game, which Pat the Jones Saints, is due too. Yeah, hey, the Saints could zero, never zero do this. Five was taken. I think they're gonna use. He's just gonna play more than he ever has. I think he might be an eight hundred snap guy, and if he conververts like sacks at a normal rate to pressures, because he does get a lot of pressures. I think he's right. sitting on a twelve sack season. 12 sacks. And that would be the leader. Yes. Okay. Luke. Uh, me or Inman? Inman. Andre Carter the second. <laughs> no, be be real. Be serious, guys. Jonathan Bullard, obviously. Good player who will suit up. Uh to get sacks in a hoodie. Uh, I just don't have the guts to go your route. I, I respect it, though, Sam. Hopefully, Marcus Davenport does indeed do that. I got Daniil Hunter, 13 and a half. I kind of feel like the sacks are going to spread out a lot, spread around a lot to guys who maybe aren't even defensive linemen in mm-hmm. this. Uh, so I wonder if the Vikings will generate a lot of sacks, but I don't know if it'll be any specific player. But that kind of means that it's got to be Daniil Hunter leading anyways, because I think he'll be, I don't know, feels like the one that's the most consistently in the backfield, right? Yes. Uh, but if we're not rushing four all the time, linebackers are getting in there sometimes. That might take away what would otherwise be sack opportunities. I'll say Daniil Hunter, but it's like eight and a half, but we're not mad about it at all. Right, because it's like the team is 60. Yeah. Yeah. Record in one score games. It was checks notes eleven and zero last year. What is it going to be this year? Eleven and one. <laughs> eleven and one, including postseason. Right. This is uh, this is me to start. I, I looked at their previous two years combined. So oh twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. Was that twenty four close games? Yeah. Insanity. Wow, that's exactly the right number. Yeah. <laughs> They were 12 and 12. We've had this argument a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 12 and 12 in one score games before last year, and then 11 and 0. It's going to be more of a 500 thing, but I'll give them a little nod um, and say five and four just because I think they're off nine really good. one score games. Oh, they are absolutely going to have a ton again. Yeah. I, I think so too. I mean, I, I just I look can't. at the schedule. I, I just can't. don't My see a lot of can't. blowouts either way. I mean, I got, <laughs> better get ready. Versus the Bucks, Raiders. Like Paul Allen. I don't see a two-score game oh. on the schedule. I can't find any. <laughs> I can't find. It. Where are they? <laughs> I got six and five. Jesus, six and six five. And five. Eleven uh, of them. Huge regression, by the way. It, yeah, <laughs> get your heart medication ready. Like this is um, going to be another one of these. I'm going five and five. <laughs> uh, okay, so so we have we have. 11, we've got nine, and we've got 10, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just win by picking eight one-score games, right? Well, the record, Maybe. though. I think we go by win. Let's go by winning win percentage. If we, what? The, why would you go through all of the thing that you just went through? You got to go by, like, totals. That's crazy. Record, I think you should get, the you should get a point for a number of wins. Games. I think you should get a point okay. for a number of wins and number of losses. Okay. That's yeah, I think that makes the most sense because it rewards because if they you go for one and total, one. I should not right. win. I was not right, you know. Yeah, um, so it rewards you for getting the total, mm-hmm. kind of, but yeah, you know, also like for it. the record. So I like it. Total wins, total losses. So I'm gonna go with six. I'm gonna go three and three. Whoa, and, Homer! 
Whoa. Which also is gets me the Kirk Cousins three fourth quarter comebacks. Six is still kind of high. Uh, I don't know if you've like around the NFL, there's one score games are not that high. I know it's difficult for people who watch the Vikings to believe, but one score games are actually not that common. Yeah. I don't believe you, but they're more and more common all the time. Like I hear this every team week. is just built to blow leads and make comebacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yep. It is. And now all we did was add a really volatile blitz defense. <laughs> like, yeah, but one that like, gets regenerally works. This. Yeah, uh, on one, average. Though. That's why not I said 5-5 five and, five and not 10-0. Yeah. <laughs> all right, now we're going to get zanier. Alexander Madison hurdle attempts. Attempts okay, are you, or are successful you gonna be, hurdles. Are you I will going be, to be tabulating this all season? Yeah. I mean, there's okay. not going to be that many. Uh, Luke Inman, what do you think? One, I got one. One successful. That's low. Well, I, uh, well does we not do have to be successful. Oh, does it not have to be Just successful? Like he could get upended and do a somersault, but that would okay. still count. All right, give me, uh, give me Madison four. Copter. I think he's going to oh, go so one he, for four. So he was gonna, he was gonna really struggle with the the hurdling. The guy was a hurdler. Come on, man. No, no, the league's adjusted. They've watched the film. The, the league's adjusted. Out there. Yeah, yeah. I think he's chilled out on it a little bit. He definitely he has. has. I'm gonna go with yeah. two. I think I think he. I don't think he's he's that into it. He'll maybe he'll try it a couple times, but I, I don't think it's gonna be as much of a thing as it was his rookie year. Uh, six. I love that. I hope it is six. Um, I'm gonna go three just because it's a number you guys haven't said. Um, interception leader with how many? Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Braun. Gotta be Harrison Smith, right? See the easiest one. Yeah, that makes yeah. Sense. I'll give him three. Brief. Three is the interception leader. I mean, that makes sense. It just feels bad. Um, I'm going to go with Byron Murphy six. It's going to be a great season. Wow. Ooh. That would be an unbelievable cornerback. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm right That's there with insane. both of you guys. I <sighs> hold on my, my, my turn. Yeah. Let's say go. Come on, Luke. Come, come on. Acting like Braun man. here. <laughs> whoa. Penalty whoa, flag. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. I'm, I think Bynum in that kind of more center field role where he's the deep safety. I think he'll, he'll, uh, Snatch some overthrows. I'm gonna go buy them five. Now it's your turn, Luke. You sure? <laughs> wow. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. Let's Cordy. Harrison Smith blitzed what 14 times last season. They're obviously 12. gonna send him more on the blitz. A lot. Mm. I still though. I still think he ends up with the most interceptions. He he five. might get an interception on a blitz too. Yeah. How's this going? Harrison blitz. <laughs> yeah. There's some blitz. I got five. He's had five. Let's see. One, two, three, four times in his career. I think he did it last year, didn't he? Didn't he have yeah. five last year? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Him so and Pat five. Five for five. Five for fighting. Nice. Longest play from scrimmage for the Vikings this year. Do we have to say who it goes to? Uh, for I mean, a bonus point. You want? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bonus point. How about that? Okay. Yeah. There so it's go. my turn, right? <laughs> It is your turn. 76 yards, Justin Jefferson. Um, I'm going 96 yards, breaking Chester Taylor's uh, longest Vikings run in franchise history. Ty Chandler. Damn. You took this thing I was going to do. I'll just say JJ. Madison is such a funny pick for this. (laughs) 
But yeah. Mid's turn. 72 yard swing pass out in the flat to Ty Chandler, a la AP and 07 from T Jack in his first game. Got a lot of faith in Ty Chandler. This whole group. Let's Can put I? in. I Can was going to say Ty Chandler, but now I want to be different. Uh, let's Can go I? for it'll be like a 66 yard deep post to Jordan Addison. So nobody went with Kenny. Correct. From scrimmage? It's, no. It's from scrimmage. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I mean, he he broke off some long ones at what was it Iowa State, right? He broke yeah. off some long ones. Yeah, he's, he's missing how many? I mean, he's missing a third of the season. That doesn't really help his odds, but which makes it all the more uh, humorous. I feel like, yeah, when he gets it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Special teams and defensive touchdowns. I'm gonna go an ambitious four with one kickoff return, mm-hmm. two fumble recovery touchdowns, and one pick six. Do we have to specify? How no, to you don't. You know. <laughs> I was like, Sam, I'm not built for this. Inman. Uh, give me three. I think they're all defense, too. No special teams touchdowns this year. No special. No belief in Kenny. This does I, feel... You, you were just talking about how much you believed in Kenny, and now here you are. I was trying to get somebody else to do it. <laughs> He's trying to goad us into a take that's bad, huh? Oh, you don't need to goad us. We're ready with the bad take. Locked takes. and loaded. You Seven. are built for Speaking this. Of. Seven! Yeah, why not? What are you going to do, jail me? Over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll all come in the first five weeks. <laughs> Wait, what year was that? What year was, was that? 2016. Again? 2016, yeah. 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 It's, they went 5-0, and North Turner was like, this offense is not working, and he was right, and he resigned. <laughs> and then they just lost a bunch of games, and a bunch of fans were like, hey, why did North Turner resign? What's that about? It's like, well, the it offense was... wasn't for it, man. And Ken- what's wrong Kendrick's with pick six. Yeah. Cheryl's to the house. Cheryl's to the house. Anthony Barr in overtime. Yep. Um, Tampa Bay. That was, yep. that, was that was 2014. Oh, that was 14. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, when everyone S- liked it. Sendejo got down to the one yard line against Philadelphia before the season collapsed. Like that was the last good oh, thing yeah. he had. Was there a punt block that year? 16? That would it would stand to reason. Oh, uh, Xavier Rhodes went 100 yards. That's right. To the house. Right after, after he had limped one. off the field. Yeah. Yeah. Was it wasn't there one against Cam Newton? Wasn't there like a Daniel Hunter strip sack? Like the, deep? there was or for was sure a safety? a safety. There was a safety in that game, and I think Cheryl's I think Cheryl's had Cheryl's a uh, oh no, Cheryl's came in at corner that game. Yeah, it gets Kelvin played Benjamin. Well. Yeah, this guy who's right. like a foot, like that's legit, right. actually a foot taller than him. <laughs> and he got a pass deflection against him. And then the next play, he's up against Greg Olson, and he does fine. Stud. Anyways, seven, seven different players. Yeah. All right. Seven, seven different players. Yeah. Why not? Uh, Okay. I'm not going to doubt Ron. So we had what? We had one, three, and seven, right? Is that those are the numbers? Four, four, three, and seven. Four, three, and seven. I kind of wanted to pick four. Um, I, I believe in Kenny. I believe in whatever the punt return situation is. Who's to say? Uh, and I believe Najee Thompson's going to force a uh, a punt fumble, which it can't it can't be a muff. Can't advance. It has to be a fumble. Well, you can you can advance a fumble, right? But not a muff. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's correct. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, which is why they shouldn't have counted in the preseason fantasy as a fumble. Uh, <laughs> but which I, I I'm bitter, even though Sam agreed to it. Um, and it was Sam's point that I gave him. Um, I'm I'm going to go with five then. Uh, because of Najee Thompson and Kenny Wongwu. We're going to get something in there. Something crazy. Last year, the answer would have been two. 
for reference. Last year yep. it was Kendricks in the end zone and uh, Wong Wu. Regression Kendricks way in... past the mean. Let's go. Kendricks in the end zone. That was such a funny one, man. Like, more... why? <laughs> Thank you, Josh Allen. Leading why would rusher. You let that happen? <laughs> leading rushers, total yardage, Unreal. and who is it? This is uh, Inman. Uh, Got to go with Chalk. Got to go Madison. 1,076 yeah. just cracks the four-digit mark. I guess that'd be about 66, 67 a game-ish if he played every game. Like that. I, I think it's going to be more of a timeshare. It's still going to very much be Madison. I don't think it's... I, I think you'll, he'll he'll get spelled for like entire drives sometimes, mm-hmm. which will we'll cut into it a little bit. So I'll say it's going to be 739. Oh, that's a significant reduction. Um I, I thought I was going to lowball uh, with mine, which uh, Lucky 8s, 888. Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go with Ty Chandler. I propelled by his 96 yard touchdown run. They start him. <laughs> uh, Ty like, Chandler. Wow. I didn't realize we had this guy on our roster. Job's yours, buddy. <laughs> Chandler with 783. And Madison will be like really close to that. All right, last one. And this one requires a lot of math and a lot of guesswork. Oh, God. Total offensive or defensive snaps combined for the rookie class, not including special teams. Oh. All right. Not including special teams. And this is Brian. So what do we get? Like 60 snaps on each side per game, something like that, 55? Yeah, I think I think total most teams get eleven hundred on offense and or defense. Eleven hundred. So so times twenty two. Yeah. Thinking of somebody like Makai Blackman will say he plays half of them, so that's like five fifty. Oh my god, I have to like do math, don't I? Right. This is rough. Uh, All I, right, <laughs> here we go. I got mine. Jordan Addison. I'm just. <laughs> Before I'm it. just going to round this out. Jordan Addison, 900. Makai Blackman, 700. J. Ward, zero. Quellen Roy, 300. Well, I, no special teams. Yeah. Uh, five, I don't think J. Ward's going to get into scrimmage and, a lot. Unless a corner gets hurt. No, you know, yeah. Zero? So 300. So I got 1,900. Jaron Hall, what, five? Sure. Kneel downs? Yeah, sure. So I got, what do I got? I got 1,905. Let's just say there's an injury or two. Let's just subtract... Uh, 200 so 1705 uh my pick is 2000 i i came up with 2150 uh with 800 for jordan addison i got like 550 for makai blackman uh 300 for jaquel and roy sounds about good i said uh 50 for jay ward maybe he gets in a little bit if someone gets hurt has to come in a couple times here and there, but it's not going to be much. And then 450 for Ivan Pace. That's insane. I didn't have that. We all got to the same place, like roughly the, I I have 1760 and I said exactly 300 for Roy, which I think both of you did Luke's. And I said 450 for Ivan Pace, which is exactly what Luke Braun said. I said 800, 800 for Addison, which one of you said too. Um, And then I accounted for 20% like a 20% drop because of injuries to the group. And mm-hmm. I arrived at uh 1760. 
Actually, make mine 2144, so it's a more specific number. Oh. Uh, make mine uh, 2001. Never forget. <laughs> so Inman's in a good spot here because it could be less than 1705, and he gets he gets the win on that. Um, that that was an interesting yeah, an, another year of does Quasi know how to draft after 17? <laughs> Can't wait. Can't yeah. wait. <laughs> 2000 rookie snaps does seem fairly high. I, I don't know how that stacks up to around the league. It seems like For, a big number. Having I, six I gave, draft picks I at gave, the end of the day, too. I and the top Addison two are like, starting. So I gave right. Addison like 900 and I gave uh, Makai something like 500, something like that. Um, and from there, it's like pretty easy to construct. Like Jaquel and Roy is like 300. Yeah. You had 100 here or there for some other players. Like Jay Ward, I actually gave uh, what, 100, 200 snaps, something like that. And then I was like, yeah. And then, you know, the undrafted, right? Andre Carter, and I've been I didn't think specifically about you know, how much pace and Carter would actually get, but I was just like, the rest mm-hmm. will, that'll bring it up to 2000. So. You get one injury to Addison or Blackman for even three, four, five weeks. Mm-hmm. I believe that hurt. they, uh, they're durable. Um, the Vikings picked these oversized bulky players sure. in the draft yeah. that sure, sure, sure. can right. withstand that injury. Yep. Uh, <laughs> none of them have an injury history none. in, in sure. their college. So I don't group. see them losing any snaps. Yeah. 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 Checks Everyone out. plays 17. That's why they didn't play in the preseason. To, <laughs> to save them up. <laughs> uh, fun show. That's why I've controversial played show. the preseason. Yeah, right. uh, all of those are locked in. I will send these out so that it's part of the permanent record. Uh, appreciate you, Arif, Wildlife Substack, Luke Inman, at Luke underscore Spinman, Luke Braun, Locked on Vikings. We'll have the postcast after Sunday's game. Check that out on Locked on Sports Minnesota or the Locked on Vikings audio feed. See ya. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.